You're listening to the My Vinyl Addiction Podcast with Vince G and John the Seagram, a podcast for true music fanatics. Join in on the conversation and the argumentation. Welcome back to My Vinyl Addiction. My name is Vince Graham, Vince G, whatever you want to call me. Uh, just don't call me late. Um, For dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Over here to my right, I've got John the Seagram. I am back. Thank you again so much. For having me here, Vince. Oh, man. Last week was so good, dude. That was so much fun. Yeah, you know what I mean? Got to have my brother on, which we you know, talked about a lot of music. With, you know, when we when he got older and moved out, then I got to find out like what he liked and kind of what I liked. So that was, that was pretty cool. And so we brought him back again this week. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Welcome of course, back. man. That was awesome. Hey, did you guys used to fight when you were kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, full out like <laughs> battle royal. What? Yeah, we fought like, like I remember mm-hmm. like, like. Because we like play wrestle because we used to watch WWF a lot. Yeah. And then we like do that. Then we accidentally hit each other. Then we really fight. <laughs> yeah. Like we never like, you know, got into like we're punching each other in the face or anything like that. But like, I don't At least I don't remember doing that. No, we hit you. more of the bodies. Yeah. We'd be like take <laughs> shots to the body, you know. I've always wondered that with brothers because like my brother, he's 10 years older than me. So it probably wouldn't have been a fair fight. So we <laughs> never really got into that. Yeah. But I just was wondering. Because you would have kicked his guys. ass. <laughs> That's right, man. From my stroller. <laughs> Yeah, but no, yeah, like we would fight a lot and stuff. Like I feel like when we lived together, we were always like fighting in each other's throats and stuff. We shared a room, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like once he moved out, like once he moved out, we were like best friends after that. Did you guys get to <laughs> fight? Because I know you guys have a lot of CDs. Like, no, that was my CD. No, it was my CD. Or did you guys like always keep those separate? Like these are you knew. Who's nah, well, friends. we shared a room like pretty much the whole time we were living together. So we just had our stuff in there, and I don't remember really being like that. Like Sean was, uh, yeah, Sean. I think because he unfortunately grew up, he's the older brother. So I think he grew up, just let him have it. Just okay. let him have it. So I always got everything I want. So yeah. Sean was always real, just like, here, just go ahead. Like, Yeah, Sean's always been mellow, though, yeah. like really cool. So. Yeah, I don't remember some were like fighting over CDs or stuff like that. Even when I moved out, I remember like I... You left a lot, I think. Like I took a bunch, but I obviously left some. But I don't remember being like, I'm taking this, you know? Yeah. Like in CDs, that didn't feel like... Did you guys buy, you like, couldn't get buy the again. same CD or... Would you guys share the CD? We just buy one for us. Yeah, just for yeah. The, the house. Yeah. Gotcha. But that was like a hard thing because I remember like some CDs he would take and it like took after he moved and I was like, oh, no, nah, I got to buy that CD over again. But <laughs> I think at that time we already had a computer. I just burned them. Yeah, by that time we're burning shit. I think, that, about that. I think it actually happened too. I think when he moved, he like burned himself a bunch of CDs or, or yeah. we knew he was mm-hmm. going to take some, so I'd, we'd burn it for like, I would keep it. You know yeah, and you, mean? you should be able to do that. You should burn your own CDs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. Kazaa. <laughs> LimeWire. Everybody you know. <laughs> should know that Vince was the first person I knew that had the ability to burn a CD. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. was like, damn. I'm not what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have some music to talk about this week. And like, Is that what we're doing this week? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and start and tell you what I brought to the, to the uh, oh, I'm so show for this, one. this week. <laughs> All right. So we have not had something this... Um, outrageous or different or let's just say it it's ice cube america's most wanted yeah and i'm gonna tell you like i'm a big ice cube fan like we saw them together yeah we did yeah family values man family values tour that's right um ice cube like going back to nwa i was always an ice cube fan um 
even now I'll still listen to some of his newer stuff. I mean, it's not the same thing, but are we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> no, not the movies. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about his, he still makes music actually here and there. So, Oh, he does. I didn't yeah. Know. It's not the same. It's not the angry um, guy that we knew back then. It's a, it's a, it's way different, but you know, it, when it comes to hip hop and rap, I'm a West coast guy. So, you know, I support the, the ones from the nineties when I came up. I'm kind of glad that he he's rapping, but he's not doing the same stuff he used to. Because now you'd be like, "Come on, really?" Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he should be rapping about like how to get his uh, benefits from the state, and, <laughs> you know, things like that. Because hey, I can't say anything. I'm I'm that same old guy. But you know, after a while, you put away your gun and pick up your walker. So, so there you go. All right. So what did you bring to the table this week, Mr. Seagram? Oh man. So this is a band. Like I'm surprised we haven't even discussed even talked about at all like in conversation over the podcast but i brought radiohead's okay computer oh, i thought you were gonna say poppy <laughs> chew my candy <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely this is some, i mean radiohead dude come on it's like def, you know like uh, last week when you kind of mentioned about uh you know people knowing the name like sonic youth but not really listening to you i feel that way about radiohead i feel like there's not a lot of huge like or people don't really know radiohead like in detail, but the people who do are huge Radiohead fans. Right. So, I mean, that's something like, it's such a kind of iconic album. So great. Uh, that's why I wanted to bring it this week. All right. And what else do we have this what week? What do you bring, Sean? Oh, I just had a, I just had a realization that I listened to the wrong Radiohead album. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I listened to Kid A. Oh, that's still a great album too. <laughs> but I do know OK Computer. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so I could talk about that one too. <laughs> I just looked at my phone. I said, did he text me? Okay, computer. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Um, Those are pretty similar, though. I'll give you that. Yeah, I guess they're around the same time. Yeah. Well, anyway, this week I brought Tom Waits' Rain Dogs to the table. And uh, let's start with that one. Yeah, I I wanted to jump into that, too. What I want to do is I want to ask you, how did you get into Tom Waits? And how did you discover this album? Mm -hmm. Uh, I got into Tom Waits hanging out with a buddy of mine. One day he had asked me if I knew of Tom Waits and I said, no, like, of course I hadn't heard of him. Like, you know, like I'd seen his albums and stuff. Uh, but then he was like, oh, you got to listen to Tom Waits. Tom Waits is the baddest motherfucker in the world. Mm, so okay. I was like, all right. So then we, he showed me a video called um, Big Time. It's like a, it's like a, like a concert video, I guess, that Tom Waits did and like, I don't know, you know, I just love, like, this, like, kind of weird, old-sounding, like, mm-hmm. you know, music from a different time, I guess, you know? Um, but, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to start first, and then we'll go over to you, right, um, cool. John. Um, I have to say that, like, I really tried on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, we last week when we had John, we told you, like, if you like something... Talk about how you like it. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, tell the truth. Because we're always very, very honest yeah. on here. And I have to say that I hated this album. <laughs> I listened. I knew I, it too. I was like, Vince is not I listened like twice. Yeah, I, I figured Vince isn't going to like it either. <laughs> and there, there's some things that I wanted to say about it. Like, mm. I listened and I just tried to, the first song, I, I don't even, I didn't write the songs down. I was kind of angry listening to it a little bit. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know. He sounded like, first it sounded like he was a pirate. And then it sounded like I was listening to a cartoon so I was like, I'm listening to a pirate cartoon. <laughs> and so that's why I, I asked you right off, like, okay, how did you get into this? Mm. Because 
but the, okay, I'll be honest. In the middle, there was I don't know the songs. There was a couple songs where I was like, okay, these two are pretty cool, but I just could not get it. And I tried. I really, really tried because yeah. I like all kinds of music. But and I, I'd heard of Tom Waits like mm-hmm. all the time, but I never listened to him. I listened to this and I was like, what is this? I, I just didn't get it. <laughs> it didn't compute with me. Again, Tom Waits is another thing where you hear his name all the time and you really don't listen to him. Yeah. Um, I've heard some stuff, you know, of course, like Sean's always told me about, oh, yeah, you know, you got to listen to Tom Waits or I like Tom Waits, check it out. And then, but I would hear like his, um, like stuff like, it's hard, I don't know how to describe, I'm going backwards because I don't say older because he's older. So the newer stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the more like stuff that's come out recently and, you know, the latter he, you know, stuff, it's more like, yeah, like it's yeah. hard, really hard to understand him. But yeah. this is more Utah's younger. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, it gets worse than this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he has a really more, old, like, voice yeah. like that. But yeah, he's Gravely really bad voice. now. It's like yeah. a, it's like a carnival. Is he real old? You know? yeah. <laughs> he's old now. Yeah. Now oh, he's like okay. in his, but then, uh, um, this was 80s. something too where, like, I, it took me a while. Like, I was like, oh man, because, like, I like some Tom Waits <laughs> stuff, but I don't like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And then so I was like, listen to this album. I was surprised, like I said, that he's not as uh, old man sounding. But yeah, yeah it, it is like the whole, you know, uh, pirate sounding. And it's funny because, uh, short story here, uh, Sean actually is the one that gave me the name Seagram. Well, he didn't tell me you should go by the name Seagram. Mm-hmm. But he like one day just mentioned like, oh, you know what be a cool name? Like the Seagram. And then like he spelled it the way I do. And he's like, yeah, like old timey from the sea, like Tales of the Sea and stuff. And I thought, oh, that sounds cool. And I was going to write an album based off of that. And then this is like what I thought and envisioned in my head yeah. of what Seagram should be. Yeah. Right? Like this, <laughs> you know I mean? this is what the kind of like when I thought of that, for some reason that came to me, this type of like weird music, like like a pirate song or something like yeah. that weird yeah. like sort of song that just like kind of came to me like, you know, like, oh, that just sounds like it could be like it made sense. The Seagram's. Like, yeah, because it's whatever, you know, from Tales of the Sea. Or yeah, I just looked yeah. up um, how did Tom Waits uh, get his voice? And it says that um, it was like it was a it was his voice was soaked in a vat of bourbon left hanging in a smokehouse for a few months and then taken outside and run over with the car. <laughs> That's what they said here. And it's like, I was trying to look at what I wanted to look up real yeah. quick was, is he from like an, a different group? That no, he he's from, from uh, Riverside, or? I think. I think he's from San Diego. No, I, I mean like a different, was he, he in a band? band? Oh, was he in a band? No. Okay. He's just Tom Waits. Yeah. He was always <laughs> okay. like a solo artist. You know, Tom Waits has had a ton of, like he had a long career and you know, he's got a lot of different weird shit. Like I said, the, Early stuff was like real singer songwriting. The, the later stuff is like more like that crazy gravelly like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a little carnival bark. You know, really like like stuff. <laughs> you guys saying that though? Now I want to hear the later stuff. Yeah. I want to hear what that sounds like. And he also does it's, like a lot of like like you know on this album there's a lot of like piano songs. Yeah, like he's always almost always like show a, tunes. Kind yeah, that's of. always like a part of his. You know, like I said, like I like Tom Waits, but like like some songs I can really get into, like the older stuff too, mm-hmm. but. Some songs you're just like, this is too much, man. <laughs> but like yeah. this album, like, yeah, I, I love how, like I said, it, it sounded like the Tales of the Sea. And also it, to me, it sounded like, um, you know, like we're like carnival-y. And then some songs are really good, but I agree with Vince a little bit because I couldn't really get through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would get to like maybe like close, like three quarters of it mm-hmm. and be like, okay. This- it seemed like a long album. <laughs> it, was, it was. When I was looking at it again, I was like, oh, this is a long album too. Yeah. Um, it's like, that's another album where... That's another situation where I was kind of like, ah, I love so much of his stuff, 
But to pick one album, that's one thing I realized. Well, this doing is what me and Vince go through all the time. Yeah, every week. It's, like, it's always like, how? it's very hard to find an oh, album that's from front to back, like my favorite. You know? Okay. It's like, I love a lot of his songs from different times and from different points. Like in this album, I really love In the Middle, there's a song called Tangle Till You're Sore. And um, it's like just like a real, you know, clunky piano one. And he's talking about falling out of the window with confetti in his hair and stuff. And uh, it's just like a weird, drunky song. And I don't know, there's just uh, something about Tom Waits that just does it for me, man. Like his weird shit, like every song, you know, when like I've seen interviews and stuff, I know every song is like kind of like a story. And that's why sometimes they have like these weird voices. That's why one song is like them, they're pirates, they're on a boat sailing to Singapore. And then the next song is like, Oh yeah. So they were supposed to be pirates. Yeah. Like the next song is like a, like a jazz man singing in a club, you know? And then the next song is like a cool spoken word thing. Like, you know, and uh, yeah. So I like the spoken word one. Uh I actually did like that. Let me before we even move on to the next record or the next release that we're going to talk about. Since you're on here, Sean, you have like one of the. It seems like one of the most um, eclectic. Yeah, I'm trying to think <laughs> of the right word. If that's uh. even the word I'm looking for, but like a lot of you like probably like a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Give our listeners that are listening right now five, and I'm putting you on the spot, but mm. give them five unique um, artists that maybe they wouldn't be thinking of, but to go check out. Okay. Well, uh, first I would say Liars. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Liars. It's one of my favorite bands. They're kind of like an offshoot of Sonic Youth, and that's why I didn't bring them on so quickly, is because I felt they're too close to Sonic Youth, and we did that last week. Okay, and we would love um, to have you back more. Yes, I mean, you're yeah, man, I would definitely love to come back as much as possible. I love coming on here and talking tunes. You know, definitely. Yeah. Um, so one Liars, two would be the OCs. Are OCs. They change. However, you want to. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, so I was just texting Sean the other day about this because I was looking and I, I don't know, I kind of ran through because um, he we went to go see the OCs one time, but yeah. but by then they were O H S E E S, right? Yeah. The OCs, and then now they're the O like O S E E S. Yeah. And I was like, why do you change how your do you name? Change when... your name and have. People... <laughs> I don't like. I every... was like, how am I supposed to find your album? <laughs> I don't know how to spell it anymore. Yeah, like every couple of albums, they like change the name. It used to be back in like before I even started listening to them, it was just O C, like S. That's it. And then they oh. changed it to the OCs. And then, I don't know. There's a bunch of different names. I don't know why they do that. And I don't really care. Like I'm like kind of go with it, you know. But yeah, liars and the O and the OCs are yeah they're they're definitely like a different and stuff. For I I enjoy them, but some songs I'm like yeah it's too much. Liars are more of the. Sometimes it's too much. Some of them are like amazing. Okay. So good. Yeah. Um, let me think. Something a little different. I have always really loved the yeah. <laughs> the biscuit. <laughs> For sure. This is a good thing because it's like right now we could say maybe these aren't something that we're gonna have on the show right away, but at least give them it'll a give listen, you something yeah. to think about. And if you have anything, uh John the Seagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I listen to anything. Um I love um Different style, of course. I think. Oh, I want to talk to you. I forgot to bring it up last week on the about what Sonic Youth. But do you listen to They Are Sixty Eight? Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, from you, I've heard them. I feel like you would love them just because they have that whole like like distortion and yeah, stuff. they're so crazy and they're yeah. so like it's just two guys, the singer yeah. and a drummer. 
but then like they're just like they're going they're going crazy and they stop yeah. and it's like right all off and it's like you yeah. know and it goes back in yeah. and it's like he's just like screaming and some song he's like singing and there's a lot of feedback yeah and it's just like weird noises sometimes i go in for a while just mm-hmm. like the same thing and it's like yeah. it's just so hectic but it's awesome like uh-huh. you know organized yeah. chaos if you want to call it you yeah know what I mean? exactly but, and i love that i love the, like noisy bands you know another band i would recommend is lightning bolt they're just oh, yeah. a bass and drums <laughs> duo. Okay. And crazy. they're just like insane noisy. Isn't that sort a band, band called something like the 1975 or something like that? Yeah, I know the name. I'm not too familiar I with I think their like music, I saw them open they for are a band, yeah. for somebody and they were kind of like that. Just it was a couple guys up there. Mm-hmm. One was playing, he was playing guitar, but he was playing through a bass amp. Oh, and then man. there's a drummer, and it was amazing. I was like, "This is mm-hmm. crazy!" Yeah, like really good music. Yeah, it's crazy you can get away these days with just two guys now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, the bands I listed though were more like on a rock side. Like you know, you mentioned different listening to different types of music, mm-hmm. and yeah, I always try to listen to. I just listen to whatever you know, like yeah. whatever sounds good. There's a new band called Salt. Have you ever heard them? I haven't. No. no. Yeah, they're kind of like a like you would find them in the soul section. Mm-hmm. But they're like kind of like I would say like they have like a Portis Heady type vibe, mm, you know? One of I those like that cool jazzy. Yeah, sort we brought of... a Portis Head on the the Wives episode. And yeah. that, was, that was a good one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Something more put together is Radiohead's OK Computer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's jumped not, right back not, in there. Not so wild, not so crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the reason why I chose OK Computer was yeah. because it was um, it's it was when they were starting to change because uh, listen to the, the bands, huh? Not kid, okay. Oh, not kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you listen to like you know the bands and then um, what's the other one? Um, I can't think of the name right now. But you know they were more kind of like that rocky sound, the '90s. Yeah. You know, and those albums are okay to me. They're not my favorite, but I feel like after OK Computer, like they did nothing wrong after that. Like mm-hmm. I love everything that they did after, but OK Computer definitely has that change. You can tell because it still kind of has a little bit of the sound, like the first song, like, dun, 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 dun. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. still kind of has that same sound to them, but they start bringing a little more electronics to it. Yeah. And then kind of experimenting more. Of course, like, fitter, fitter happier. That doesn't have to be in the album, but I guess it's supposed to be kind of a telling story about how electronics and everything is kind of taking over, um, you know, and then it was like a 90s, 2000, 2000 times. So it makes yeah. sense, you know, it's kind of like that. Electronics are getting too much. What do you think, Vince? You know what? Um, I'll say I didn't know much about Radiohead. Like in the '90s, when they were super popular and super huge, like they were all over MTV and everything. Yeah. And um, I was one of those people who was like, I guess I just didn't get into them. Um, I actually I remember having their this album, right? Uh-huh. So I, I was like, I, I got to listen to it. I want to see what what's so great about it. Yeah. Don't remember if I ever really listened to it, but I, I remember I had it for a while. Mm. So I was I was expecting to listen to this and be just like uh, whatever, and because sometimes like when something is so popular and everybody likes it, yeah. like I always say, it's like sure. I just like I, I kind of turn <laughs> yeah. my nose up to it and like whatever. Before you even heard it, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I took a listen to this and I and I had heard actually more of the songs on here. So the, when I had this before, I guess I did listen to it. But like Paranoid Android, I'd heard oh, Karma yeah. Police. Mm-hmm. Those are like some of their bigger bigger you know, hits. Yeah. yeah. But. Listening to the other songs on there, I was like, it's it's actually a really good record. Like, Oh, wow. I didn't think you were going to like it. No, <laughs> I, I actually do like it. Um, 
it's not something that is going to be the type of music that I listen to normally. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I appreciated it. I think that's the most important part. I appreciated their talent and um, and it, like you guys said on the last episode, talking about cellophane, how it brought you back to the '90s. Mm. This brought me back to a '90s feel. Yeah, mm. it definitely you know has. He has that in there, yeah. <laughs> it made me think of different releases and different bands from that era. Yeah. yeah but I liked it. I, I did. And I, I would definitely listen to it again. Actually, I'm going to probably put it on my um, on my list of oh. records. My re- list of records to get, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, mm. yeah. because I have I have Kid A, actually, yeah. uh, vinyl, and I have been wanting to buy OK Computer as well. Too. Did this yeah. one come out before This was, Yeah, this was yeah, before, right, right before, before Kid A. Kid a right? Which one is better out of the two? Because I'll probably go for which of my Kid A. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I love Kid A better. Kid A is my favorite radio, Radiohead album. Okay, um, but this one is really good too. It's like I feel like OK Computer was like because they're they were changing. Yeah, but then Kid A they nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I love this album too, man. It's like uh, to me that like solo part and paranoid android like towards the end when it starts to pick up and just yeah it's yeah. just like it gets crazy it's like yeah you know yeah. the whole that makes the whole album worth it just that little tiny moment you know gotcha. and that was something too because like i still like when i hear that song i remember the video uh-huh do you remember like the cartoon yeah yeah i do like remember the cartoon yeah. i remember see i saw the videos yeah. yeah so like every time i hear it i picture that video and i think that video really that this made them so successful, to be honest, because like uh, that was on MTV all the time. Yeah, and it really, you know, and it's such an amazing song. Like I try learning; it's yeah. so hard to play. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like the only thing one uh, guy I know could probably play is like a uh, Gabriel Montoya. I'm calling mm-hmm. you out, man! I want you on the show as well. So, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's an amazing guitar player. But anyways, like, um, like it's just something like how it changes so much throughout the entire song. Yeah, and then like the whole like rain down. It's like how we always talk. Yeah. Like, it's like I always talk about the Beatles, how like their songs have so many different parts to yeah. them, but it's like crazier and weirder because it's all electronic and, you know. Mm-hmm. And every time like you listen to Radiohead, I know you guys can't see me listening, but you have to do that Tom York head bob. <laughs> With the eye. Like. <laughs> That's like, I like every time I'm sick of Radiohead, I'm like moving my head and my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you have to. Every time I listen to Radiohead, you have to shake your head like Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And uh, No Surprises too. That's a great song. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, like, yeah, so much great songs in this album. Like I said, it's, it's a good, it's definitely their transition. You can hear it if you listen to their older albums and then especially their newer stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like I said, Kid A is definitely where they nailed it. I, I wanted to kind of talk about Kid A and I, I wanted to actually bring it, but I wanted to, the only reason why I'm okay computer because it's the transition. and like, Yeah. Being like a novice, somebody who doesn't know Radiohead, Radiohead a lot, I almost like heard him and, and this is what I thought. And I didn't listen to it a whole bunch of times. Like I said, probably two times. Um, I just felt like it was a modern day Pink Floyd. Sure. I just felt like it had yeah. some of the aspects of the experimentation yeah. and just, um, I always talk about this and I don't know if anybody understands what I'm, I'm saying, but some albums just have a English feel <laughs> and they are, English, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, they just feel like they were made in England and it's an <laughs> English band and it just feels like that. Like there's some kind of connection to the past through like a Pink Floyd type. And I did read a little bit about like the recording. I think like some of it was done like, some parts were done like in Abbey Road mm. uh, studios and stuff. And then um, some of it was done like in a castle, I think it was. Yeah. So like you definitely. You know who else recorded it. in castles? Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> Limp his kids. <laughs> Cap- yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely. You know, I love that I can capture a sound like that. And then, that's so awesome. And then I'm glad you liked it, Vince. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Something. I knew Sean, you know, I knew he. 
knew it and I knew you liked it, enjoyed it, but yeah, kind of want more of your opinions on it uh-huh. too. Cool. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one, man. Let's talk about the, the very exciting album. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we have had, uh, have we had any hip hop on this show? Deltron? Deltron, <laughs> which is just, it's an alternative hip hop style. This is actually just straight up gangster and west been, coast and i've been waiting for this from you yeah <laughs> i've really yeah. been waiting for this let me explain about this album why i like it so much um ice cube was like for for when he came out he was like the voice of the people really yeah like he was angry because a lot of black uh youth were angry at the time he showed the anger um in nwa he didn't get all the credit for pretty much writing everything like yeah. I heard you know, about that, yeah. Production was Dr. Dre. I feel like most of the lyrics was was Ice Cube, including Eazy-E's lyrics. So um, if you really look at it, like, he, on one of his songs, he says, um, I started this gangster shit, and this is the thanks I get. Like, really, that's it, you know? Um, this album was him coming out of NWA, you know, and, and trying to go do his own thing. And the funny thing is, like, he didn't d- disrespect nwa on this record at all he just kind of did his own record until later on they disrespected him then he came out on his next record and like ripped them apart yeah (laughs) destroyed them right but this album it's funny because what he did was he took the west coast um lyrical um thing he had going and they put a new york uh production on it so it's all um the bomb squad from new york which did all the public enemy stuff oh okay it, it's their production with a West Coast uh, vocalist. And I think, like, at that time, The Perfect Storm, it hit together. And it just came out to be one of the most amazing rap albums ever. I mean, some people don't like listening to it because, like, a lot of uh, profanity, you know, that's what like it was. the song about, you know? like, when he got that girl pregnant. He's like, give oh, me yeah. a coat hanger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get the coat hanger. Yeah. Um, it, it is what it is. Like, if you don't, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. That's just what it is. Well, one thing I can say, well, I can't say, there's a lot of stuff I can't say about this album. <laughs> I can't say a lot of song titles. I can't say a lot of lyrics. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, like, I, I liked it, man. The reason why I liked it, too, is because um, this is, like you're saying, this is an early, you know, cube and stuff. And then there's really not one song in here that's commercialized or popular. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And then I think that's what, I was really happy that you chose this one in particular because of that reason, mm-hmm. you know, I want something more like, yeah. you know, you could have been like, you know, yeah. One of his other albums with like Bop Gun or one of the songs that you hear all the time. Um, a good, today was a good day. The, you know, yeah, that exactly. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was later on, you know, and this mm-hmm. was when he was young and, and still hungry. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, it was like when, when you chose it, I was like, First, the first one I listened to, <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'm listen to this one." And like, put it loud and stuff, and I wanted to like put it on my speakers and just like have the house shake a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean, but like, there were so much cool like samples, which were like you can tell are still used today on other songs and yeah. like in his older stuff too. And then I thought that was really cool, but yeah, man, it was like. Uh, you know, it was good. Like, I liked it. <laughs> it was fun for me because I'm like, I want to give some hip hop to the metal guy. Right. <laughs> that, that's that's how I felt about it. Like, you know, I wanted to see what you thought about it. Yeah. All I could think was, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I liked it, too. Um, there was a like, I thought that, I thought, man, can you even do people make records like this these days? I know. Like, no. <laughs> can you? No, you probably can't. Right. I don't think well, so. especially not now. Like this type of culture but cancel yeah. culture because i don't listen to a lot of hip-hop you know like i for a while i had a brief moment where i mm-hmm. got into like deltron and dilated peoples and yeah that, like kind of i guess you like you said backpack hip-hop you know right. yeah and like these days like there's 
few hip hop artists that ever like you know. But I know like for one I do kind of like is Tyler the Creator. Okay. And you know I know he does like offensive sort of Very stuff. Offensive. You know like a lot of stuff is really offensive. You're like oh, I can't believe he said that. Calling out the Kardashians from from his stage. Come yeah. on. <laughs> and uh, like I know he does offensive. But I was wondering if anybody else does like. Hardcore shit, like, because there's still oh, these people that are, like, living these sort of I mean, lives, right? And, like, rapping like this, you know. Yeah, most of the stuff, though, like, now, to be honest with you, I'm, I am gotten older, and I don't even like, like, mm-hmm. you, know, you guys know I DJ'd for, like, mm-hmm. yeah. since I was 14 years old, I was a DJ. I just gave up DJing last year because I was, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'll DJ the 90s stuff all day. But when it comes to this new stuff, I play it because that's what the people who were paying me wanted to hear. But I didn't like it at all. So, like, if you listen to somebody like Megan Thee Stallion now, this is more way more vulgar than anything you're going to hear on that Ice Cube record. Yeah, that's true, too. You know? Were they requesting In a different way, yeah. Oh, no poppy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. The poppy vinyl ready. (laughs) I feel like there's people doing um, a lot worse than what they were doing back then. They just are... Um, I don't know. It's like a it's, different it's, subject. Yeah, it's different yeah. subjects. It's all. It's a lot about a, a lot of female rappers now are just very mm-hmm. like they're the vulgar ones. They're the, <laughs> very vulgar. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Let me ask you something really quick uh, off the side. Um, DJing. Were you still doing vinyl, or did you have the whole laptop? Like- oh no! Recently, I, I got away from vinyl. I got away from vinyl in like the two thousands, and basically it's too hard to probably to keep yeah, up. You don't want to yeah. carry you know crates of records every time you're going to play. Yeah. I would carry a laptop my controller and my speakers and that was really all we needed yeah you know we we, we would put all the stuff and my wife and we do it put it in her volkswagen um cc everything would fit we go set up <laughs> yeah. i mean that's that's crazy that you can fit all that in one tiny car do you still get the urges when you're playing your own vinyl to like no not on this and then not on my you know i i appreciate my vinyl a lot more like i wouldn't like back then like because i i buy and and sell vinyl all the time and anytime I see someone selling hip hop, it's going to be like 12 inch vinyl. I just ignore it because I know those have been abused, yeah. destroyed. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I remember like DJing and you're, you know, trying to get the records on fast. You're dropping records here. You don't care about the, because they're, they're 12 inch singles and they're like, you know, if you mess one up, you go buy another one. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't waste my money on any of that. I remember we were little, then uh, Incubus had that walk, walk, it's like a pain of black. Yeah. And Vince is like, oh, I know that. And he was like <laughs> doing it for us. Like, <laughs> we're like, oh, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> and the other song you like was Pistol Grip Pump. Pump on my yeah. leopard all the time. <laughs> that one will never die. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just wanted to bring this this one to the show and, you know, encourage people. Like, Ice Cube's old like me now, and uh, he probably won't do that many more records, I wouldn't think. But, you know, go check out his early stuff and, and see what you think. Like when we saw him live, it was so much fun, man. Yeah, yeah. like cool. But the only thing, like, I never, that was like the first like rapper I've ever seen live. But the funny thing is, like, they play like songs like me and Matt play songs. They play like thirty seconds of it, then they're like, <laughs> "Whoa, whoa, whoa, stop! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on." That's true. Yeah, that's exactly like, how they on, go. Man. Let's get into it. <laughs> that is how it goes. Definitely. I can't remember. I saw uh, Missy Elliott play oh, like, before quarantine at like the FYF or I don't know one of these like downtown festivals, and uh, they were doing that. You know that, dun, 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 or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, they did that forever. Like before they let it go. You know, it's like it got to a point where I was like, okay, like we get it, we get it. That's your only song, yeah. and you want to make it a big entrance. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to talk real quick about that song, um, "Gangster's Fairy Tale." That mm. song's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that thing about hip hop that's hard for me to get into is I can't really relate to it. You okay. know, when I'm listening, I feel like a like a 
dumb white, white guy <laughs> listening to like this shit. Like, like I can't sing along. I can't like vibe with it. I've always been into like beats. Even when I was in like, when I was into like dilated people's, I was more into like getting the instrumental records mm-hmm. and just, you know, for the beats. Yeah. But like, it's always been hard for me to like react to that, like sort of, you know, like talking about bitches and money, you know, it's Bodies. like, yeah. <laughs> like, and I appreciate the hardcoreness of yeah. Yeah. all this, you know, but that's why like so much hip hop doesn't get through my, and it's like, funny because people like will sit there and listen to this. Some people will listen to this and go, Oh, all that stuff isn't really happening. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> really you happens. know, it's really uh, what, what he sees, you yeah. know, in, in, on his day to day. So for him to be able to report it back yeah. through through a record is amazing. Th- I did think about that too while listening to it. I was like thinking like his success now and like how he's probably living this, you know, I can't say glamorous life, but like, you know, he's good. He's I'm sure it's pretty glamorous. Yeah. But like to him to like, I wonder if he ever like thinks back like, damn, I remember when I killed that one guy. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't think he ever even like went that I, far. I don't feel like... like he, or like, well, I remember yeah. robbing that guy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, I'd pull like... He, I'm sure he carried a gun around with him all the time. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, for protection, I'm sure. Yeah, just thinking like that, back to the life, if you ever just like in his... He's in his sleep and he's like, whoa, fuck. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, flashbacks? Yeah. Wakes up and he's choking his wife out. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, give me a 40. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so we actually had three great records to talk about and you know what i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna listen to a little more of tom waits like his more recent stuff because if you guys say he sounds even more crazy than that i just gotta <laughs> hear it like yeah i want to hear that i think i think like with tom waits you kind of got to get like a greatest hits you know what i mean like where they kind of put the best like, yeah because you know i'm not a fan of a lot of his stuff like even though i'm a super super tom waits fan he's like the one person i feel like i or one of the people i feel like i miss seeing live you know, like in my life, yeah. um, I'm not a total fan of everything he's done. You know, there's like, I'm probably like a fan of like 70% of it, you know? Cause like he does a lot of like ballady soft stuff, like at the end of this album that I'm kind of like, uh, it sounds like eighties, like, or like old country songs. And I don't really get into those, but there's yeah, a lot of One stuff. of the songs like when I was listening came up and, and I was like, oh man, this is too country. I had to change it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like those songs I'm not really into. I'm more into like the weird, like I do love like Singapore, how it's all like, like a pirate song. Yeah, like, I like that's like probably my favorite. There's something too, about yeah. that like that I do like, like the theatricalness of it, you know. Gotcha. And if you watch some Tom Waits videos, you might get a better sense of like kind of like, what, he's what a doing. weirdo he is, you know. And well, like I said about Paranoid Android, it's like I sometimes I feel like visuals help a lot. You yeah, know what I mean, like that's of course it was just a cartoon, but it was done so like, it really has nothing to do with the song. Yeah, but it like, just like really helped out the song a lot, you know. Like I said, when I first saw him, my buddy had shown me a, a video like of him. So I was kinda like watching this live thing. So I was kinda like, Yeah, it was like you know, it's like a weird concert with lots of props and kinda like in the vein of like uh, Stop Making Sense or something, you know, it's like oh, a yeah, different yeah. concert movie, you know? And uh, you know, it kinda just sold me on him right away, you know. It's like sometimes you go see a band live and then that should be our question if you don't mind. But like you ever see a band live, you know, and they're so amazing. Then you buy the CD and you're listening like, this sucks. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. That's a good question to like close us out on this. And go ahead and ask the question again. So uh, have you guys <laughs> ever been to a concert, like, you know, seen yeah. an opening act or a band you never heard before? And then you're like, wow, these guys are really good. Then you go to the merch table, you buy the CD, and then you get home, you put it on. And you're like, God, this is not good at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll start by saying I don't think I've ever had that happen because I've, I've kind of had a different experience where um, I feel like um, I'll hear 
uh, uh, like an album mm-hmm. and and be like oh this is pretty cool and then I'll hear them live and I'm like really offended like and one group that I really love I, I told you before like me and one of my me and my wife's like our songs you know you have like your songs is um by um Taproot it's that song um, Forever Endeavor is like one of our songs uh-huh. I love that band but like have you ever heard Taproot live no I did I'd, see them live once or twice but I don't, I don't remember really the singer's remember. name but like he he can't carry a tune. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> he does kind of an annoying voice already. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's like, doing that nasally thing. It's really <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. So so mine is kind of the opposite of what you said. But do you, have, you guys have experience like that? Um, I don't. Know, like I I feel like I'm, there's been a time where back like when we used to used to take us to shows and like you know buying the you know, hearing a band and putting the CD on like not being good. I'm trying to remember which one exactly, but it has happened to me before. Like, totally, I remember, like, oh, yeah, I like this band. You know, I'm going to spend my allowance and fucking buy this CD and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, you buy it. Like, God, man, why not? I... <laughs> oh, there is one. What was the band that we um, we saw at the Glass House in Pomona where the guy was using the megaphone? I don't even remember oh. who was there. With I don't know if you guys were there. I kind of remember that, though. Because it was, like, really, like, and he had, like, one of those, what do you call that crazy instrument you wave your hand over? Oh, uh, the theremin? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Was it the Apex Theory? No, it, it, was a, it was a rock band. It was uh-huh. a harder band. Uh, I can't remember the name. But anyway, I was like, oh, this is cool. So I bought the CD, and the CD just didn't live up. So that is kind of what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard because, like, some bands are just really great live, and then they're not as good. Like, I mean, I love Slipknot and stuff, but I think they're better live. You know what mm, I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like they're kind of more controlled in their their CDs. Pick up the bass. Yeah, like I feel like yeah. Well, that album though just <laughs> totally rips it because of fucking Ross Robinson, of course. Like, yeah, he loves to bring out you know everything, every pain in you, and everything, and do it live and stuff. I think that's a great one. But I I, I hate when like bands like Slipknot like sound so good, so raw like that. Then but their albums are too perfect. You're yeah. like everything just like you're not a perfect band. You're fucking Slipknot. Mm. <laughs> like you're not supposed to sound perfect. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. This clean and this like organizing, I don't know. Yeah. Well, as a recording engineer, how do you think that you can remedy that? Like, I, I think like how like how Ross Robinson loves to record everybody live, mm-hmm. like you know they're playing the same time and stuff. I think that's probably the best thing because you get energy from the other band members. You're just playing, you're seeing everybody, you're getting the fills, you know what I mean. But then also like it could be the recording style, you know what I mean? Like it just made it too clean. Like I like the clean sound. Like well, like. Of course, like Diamond Eyes, I do love. I always talk about how much I love the production of it, but I think that one works for that. Yeah, I think for Deftones that works. Like it just the album's perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's such a great album. But did coming to band like did Slipknot, we all pick that one as our number one? Or no, I, know I did. You did. I did. Uh, around the fur. Okay. No, not around the fur. Adrenaline. I'm sorry. Adrenaline. Okay. I don't remember. Why you're here? Which one, what would be your number one? Deftones. My number one Deftones. Yeah. Uh, probably around the fur. Around the fur. Okay. Yeah. And then I would say, uh, yeah, there's something about Around the Fur, that that song, My Own Summer, that you know, every song on there, that's an album I could listen to from beginning to end. And like, still, huh? Like, yeah, still, still. feels yeah. the same. Like, yeah. 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 It it's, still is good. Something, too, about that album. So, like, especially around that time, like, we're in, you know, what, high school? Yeah. And then it's just, things were easy, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't really have things. And then it takes you back to that comfortable time in your life, and you're just like, man, it's yeah. such. And then, like, I remember, like, getting that album and, like, hearing it all the time. You know, like just yeah. always listening in the house, going to school, you know, trying to hide, ear, you know, earbuds in your sweater. And then like going and hanging out with your friends. It's in their CD player while you're driving. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was just always being played like, all the time. Yeah. To me, it's like perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I think I picked um, 
uh, Diamond Eyes over that one just because I think at the time, like I needed that record. I was in Texas at the time and I wanted to come back to California and that album got me through a lot of stuff. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of the reason why I picked that one. But I do agree around the fur is amazing. Yeah. Like that that episode was really hard to do because it's just, I mean, How do we always end up back on Deftones <laughs> and the <Limp> Biscuit? Because <laughs> Deftones are the shit, man. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, I thank everyone for listening, and if you get a chance, go check out my vinyl dot addiction. And you know, every day I drop a different album on there. Well, some days I forget just because I'm <laughs> getting older. But um, just you know, give me a shout out on there. You say hello, and uh, maybe you want to be on the show. Yeah, you know? leave a comment on there, and uh, if you want to be on, you, even with me, John the Seagram, you can if you follow me or go ahead and start following me, and then uh, leave a comment, uh, mention albums. I love to do stuff all the time, like I'll post stuff, and then you know about different albums. I was telling uh, Vince over here that I kind of want to do the Instagram live talking about my collection because a lot of people ask me. I have a small collection, so I can go through it. Vince couldn't <laughs> no <laughs> it'd be a three-part series <laughs> it'd be like the netflix docuseries <laughs> that'd be fun <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah i mean i'm thinking about doing something like that just going on going over albums and i'd love to talk about music anytime i have people recently kind of um telling me like oh uh, let's listen to this album together like how we do i'm like dude i'm kind of listening to these other albums but i'll still do it actually but like me and yeah. him would just talk about it and stuff and then but yeah, challenge your friends, man. Make it a game. The MVA game, you know. Right. Hashtag MVA challenge. That's right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you guys. And thank you, Sean, for, you know, gracing us with your music knowledge. Uh, we appreciate for, it. Thanks for having me. And we're going to have you back. That's the thing. Cool. Definitely, yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be this awesome. is a lot of fun. Like I said, you taught me everything I knew about the music that I listen to these days. You brought it all to the table. So this was a really cool experience for me to be able to talk about the, the bands we've always listened to. So. All right, so we're out of here. Bye, guys. Thanks.